Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Somebody said earlier, Finbar Wright, it's a sin to be in on a day like today. That's what his mother used to always say. You need to be out and out in the garden. Peter Dowdle, theirishgardener.com, joins me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. It reminds me of what my mother used to say to me as well, Trish. Good afternoon. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. I'm I'm sitting. I can't wait to get out because I'm I'm looking out at the blue sky and it's so bright and and sunny. It really is gorgeous. So and people have days off coming up, so it's a nice time to get out in the garden if you haven't done anything in the garden yet. Let's get straight into questions. Could you ask Peter, please? Is it okay to leave the grass cuttings on the lawn? Does it actually fertilize the lawn? You know, it's a very good question and a very apt question. And yes and no, of course, is the, the, the answer. So what I mean by that is it depends on how how thin the grass is cut, if you know what I mean. So you can get what's called a mulching mower, which is ideal for weather like this, but it's not as ideal for, for wet damp wet grass so a mulching mower it kind of as it cuts the lawn, you don't need to collect it because it, it cuts it so that what's left behind is nearly dust so in other words a normal lawnmower will just cut it once uh, but the, the mulching mower cuts it and turns it to nearly dust before it leaves the, the, the lawnmower so if you're using a mulching mower and if you're doing it regularly um, then perfect and yes it will fertilise the lawn however if you're using the regular lawnmower and there's an inch or two of grass being cut and you leave that on top of the grass no that won't that will that will do damage to the lawn Um because you're 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 kind of smothering it, so you you realistically, ninety percent of us who are using the regular mowers would need to remove the trimmings and and into the compost bin. Hi, uh, Peter. I wish to spread some sand on my garden to improve drainage. Would it be suitable to put a coarse builder's sand on the grass, or do you need special sand? Thanking you. When she says the garden, I presume they mean the lawn. The lawn yeah, that's yeah. Would often, yeah, you'd often spread sand on it for drainage. So you'd normally, when we're working in the garden, we normally look for what's called washed sand, right? Which means that there's any, it's normally actually that we're, we're washing any lime content out of it. But for a lawn situation, I've never used coarse builder sand, but actually I don't think there'd be a problem using it. Just don't put it on too heavy. Uh, you just want a very, very light sprinkling so that it kind of assimilates into the soil surface. Um, but no, I don't think there'd be a need to wash it in that situation because the lime content would actually probably help the grass as opposed to the opposite. So you should be okay, but just be do be careful not to put it on too heavily. There are, of course, lots of specialist sand products available for lawns. Um, but I think if you have some access to some new sand, if you want to spread it on, it won't do it any harm, no. Uh, question for Peter from an East Cork uh, listener. Could you advise me, please, how do you kill moss on tarmac? 
There's a product, and you know what? I meant to check, Trish, because this question obviously it regularly comes up, but it came up last week or the week before, and it's a product that I've used uh, last year, and it worked very, very well. And it was an Irish product, and it was an environmentally sound product. <laughs> but the next bit is what I'm not 100% on. What's it I'm called? fairly sure it's, it's Algon. I'm fairly sure that it's Algon. But check in your local garden centre or hardware store for Algon. Check that, it, that it's the one I'm talking about, that it is Irish and it is uh, environmentally sound. Um, I'm, I'm 99% sure that's the one I used, and it, it was excellent, yeah. And then something you have to use every year. It's kind of one of those things, isn't it? Well, it is because our climate is warm and damp. Moss will always come back. It's just something we're going to have to accept, if you like. So there is then the another Irish product, Moscow Moscow Probiotic. Uh, so that, that 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 I wouldn't use that to kill off any moss. But when it is clean, if you treat the area with with Moscow Probiotic, it will keep it clean for I would say up to a, up to a year, one growing season, which is as much as you can hope for in Ireland. Yeah. But uh, so if you kill it off with the Algon and then keep it clean with the Moscow Probiotic. Okay, Mary, a question for Peter, please. I have a very exposed site. It's mostly lawn, but I'd like to plant annuals. But I'm finding it difficult to find suitable flower seeds that will grow to no more than six or eight inches and be hardy enough for the site because it's so exposed. You're looking for things, I would say, like alisum. Alisum is a very low-growing one. It, one that reminds me of my childhood because it's probably one of the first little bedding plants I used to grow. That's a lovely little white flower. Now, you can get pink alisum as well. Uh, lobelia is another one, uh, an old traditional kind of uh, cottage garden bedding plant and very low-growing. That'll tolerate it. Marigolds will also should also tolerate it. Of course, if it's very windy, they may not, uh, but they would certainly stay less than six inches. Um you could look for things then like Bacopa snowflake. Now, they're not technically an annual or bedding plant, but you can use them as such. Uh, Bacopa would be a nice one. Uh, begonias, the fibrous begonias, uh, there's, without, without going too far into it, Trish, there's basically two different types of begonia. You have the tuberous ones and you have the fibrous rooted ones. Now, the fibrous rooted ones are ones that are treated as an annual here uh, and they should tolerate it and they won't get any taller than, than a few inches. Uh, you could maybe try a few of the tuberous ones as well, but I'd be more more confident with the fibrous ones. But there, there are, there should be some out there, but it just really does require a bit of... Um, uh, I suppose a bit of online homework. Just just go go on to Mr. Google and and look for ones that'll only get to to six inches and and will tolerate exposure. The great thing, of course, about online homework, if you like, is there's there's so much information out there. You just put in what you're looking for, and you'll get suggestions. The downside of it is you 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 have to Google will just throw up answers to your query. It won't check the veracity of the answers, if you like. So make sure that the answers that you're, you're or the suggestions that you're looking at are on a, a good website, such as the RHS or something like that. Yeah. A, a, you know, a, a good website that is giving you accurate information. And then advice on apple trees, please. Sheila planted three apple trees last year. They all flowered, but she only got apples on one of them. Somebody has suggested that she needs to plant a cooking apple tree in order for the other two to pollinate is that correct it, it may be correct so it's not as straightforward as that um so with apples you need apples of different varieties to pollinate each other so it could be just that you you don't have ones that are pollinating each other it could also just be a question of time so i wouldn't be too concerned um so the fact that one fruited means that you have one suitable partnership, if you like, and that there is be an insect activity there to do the pollination in the first place. Uh, it might be that the other two are crab apples. 
right? So then they they well they they will fruit, but in the autumn with these tiny little crabs, um, introducing another another apple species into the mix is probably the only way to find out what's going on it doesn't necessarily have to be a cooker though um or if if you're definite that the, the other two aren't crab apples well then maybe introduce a crab apple because crab apples are fabulous as pollinators the fruits are beneficial to the birds and that later in the winter of course as well but uh, if, if you're 100 percent sure that the other two that aren't fruiting at the moment are not crab apples then i would suggest maybe introducing a crab apple to see if that helps okay but more than anything get out and enjoy the gardens particularly now that the weather is picking up a bit we've got a lovely forecast for tomorrow for st patrick's day listen peter as always thank you for that uh, enjoy your st patrick's weekend and you enjoy it, Trisha. Get out and enjoy, as you say, enjoy the weather and enjoy the garden. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Thanks for that. We'll talk next week. Thanks for joining us. Uh, bye bye. That is uh, the irishgardener.com, Peter uh, Dowdra. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.